Hello. Welcome to the podcast for June 15th, almost summer solstice. I'm sitting here in the evening inside my studio with the windows open, the chainsaws, the cars, the barking dogs, the cooing doves are all part of the ambiance. Welcome, everybody. So, yeah, I'm trying to get back into the rhythm of doing the podcast and um, overcoming my disability. This is called What I Learned from My Carpal Tunnel Syndrome. Pain has a voice. That's what I've learned. Or rather, my body has a voice many voices and pain is one of them. Carpal tunnel syndrome squeezes the space in the wrist where the nerves and blood vessels pass through into the hand. It can cause numbness, tingling, muscle weakness and pain, especially at night. One night I was lying in bed with my hand brace on, feeling the pain traveling all over my hands. Sometimes it felt like my palm was on fire, like I had stuck my hand in a pizza oven. Sometimes the pain was in my fingers and then it would move to the base of my thumb, then to my wrist. I would try to talk to it, try to understand what it was saying, as if each location was a voice, and each voice had a meaning, a message. It moved from the tip of my thumb to the middle of my fingers, and then to my elbow. It would disappear for a few moments, and then come back in another location. What was it doing? What was it trying to say? I could only guess by feeling it and breathing into it. That buzzing feeling that seemed to be decreasing in frequency and intensity. I could only hope and pray that it was the inflammation leaving my body. I spent most of that night feeling all that and trying to find a comfortable position for my hands propped up on the pillow next to my bed. Carpal tunnel syndrome is a fairly intense, persistent pain. It has a lot to say. And I spent several nights lying in bed, practicing meditation and talking to it. A friend of mine 
pointed out that physical pain can also have an emotional component. Hmm. Interesting. I watched the video he sent me, Dr. Sorno, and it seemed like, yeah, his ideas might have some applicability. So I endeavored to catalog all the emotional pain I have accumulated in my life. And there was a lot. <laughs> I've carried it around for years, like a burden, unwilling or unable to let go of it. It had become so much a part of me, so familiar, that I didn't know how to get rid of it. The pain, however, and Dr. Sorno's video was telling me that I needed to try. I did try, and amazingly, the pain went away. It came back later, but it seemed like something had changed. Yeah, something had changed, all right. I no longer wanted to carry around all those regrets, all those feelings of being abandoned, rejected, and disinherited. I wanted to be free and clear. And it was worth all the pain I had been experiencing if I could get there. I had quite a dynamic conversation with my emotional body. I felt the power of being in conversation with it and felt elated when I realized I could let go of all that negative juju just by making the conscious decision to do it. That was something else. And I was also in conversation with other people. The parents of my friend Brittany just happened to be physical therapists. And when she invited me over to their house for a meal, they both gave me a treatment. We talked about the prescription I had been given by my Medicare doctor. 400 milligrams of ibuprofen three times a day. One time, one of the gel caps got stuck in my throat and I couldn't dislodge it. It dissolved there and it was a vile, nasty taste. I knew that I was swallowing a chemical that was taxing my kidneys. They had to process that vile, nasty stuff. And they suggested a leave as an alternative, also an anti-inflammatory, but easier on the body. I switched, and it seemed just fine. Another med I was prescribed was diclofenac sodium topical gel with carbomer homopolymer type C, cococal, cococal <laughs> caprilocal, 
caprates. Oh my lord. Fragrance, isopropyl alcohol, mineral oil, polyoxyl 20, cetyl sterol ether, propylene glycol. Again? What? Purified water. That doesn't sound too bad. And strong ammonia added as inert ingredients. Oh, yeah. Can't even pronounce these names. Pharmaceutical chemists like to mix it up <laughs> in their laboratories. This was also some nasty smelling stuff. And I was supposed to smear it on my wrists. Four grams exactly. Four times a day. Brittany gave me a bottle of arnica oil made from a plant in the sunflower family. And I started rubbing it into my wrists instead of the diclonophenic sodium topical gel with etc. etc. Diclofenic, oh man. It certainly smelled better and seemed to work well. I also massaged it into my neck, where I had a crick from bike riding. Arnica oil also has anti-inflammatory properties, so I figured, what's the difference? If it works, it works. And besides, I got about a hundred sunflowers growing in my front yard right now, so it seemed like a friendly option. And it's been working. What can I say? Slowly and gradually, the pain has been dissipating and function returning to my poor benumbed fingers. I'm typing this with both hands on the keyboard, although gingerly, and mousing with my right hand. Not too much pain. Still plenty of numbness and stiffness but I feel like I'm doing something right. Yeah. This condition usually takes two or three months to resolve. I'm three weeks in. And the nighttime pain has gone and not returned. So, anyways, that's the story of my carpal tunnel syndrome learning how to speak to my body and listen, learning how to speak to my emotional body and listen, learning how to speak to myself, essentially, and listen to myself. Myself has some seriously wise things to say, as it turns out. The doctor who is always in and has no fees, no insurance forms to fill out. God, I hate that. Turning healthcare into a business. That's just so wrong. Uh, well, that's a rave on for another time. Actually, I have already raved on that plenty. I just want to say thank you to my body for the healing energy and insight that it provided. Thank you. And thank you for listening.